Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Thursday, the 4th of November. Handmade posters of Welcome Home Cleo have been put on fences in her hometown in Carnarvon as the rescue of the four-year-old makes international headlines. Cleo Smith is waking up with her family this morning after being found alive and well. The four-year-old went missing from a remote campsite in WA almost three weeks ago before police raided a home early yesterday morning and found Cleo in a bedroom alone. A 36-year-old has now been arrested and is assisting police with their ongoing inquiries. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has the latest from Perth. That's right, Tash. The prayers of Australians across the nation have been answered with missing Cleo Smith alive and well. Detectives broke into the home in the early hours of yesterday morning, finding the four-year-old in a locked room. Senior Sergeant Cameron Blaine was one of the officers there for the rescue. He says... It's all surreal. So I asked for a third time and then she looked at, and looked at me and she said, my name's Cleo. And it was, um, and that was it. So uh, then we turned around and, um, and walked out of that house and um, not long after that got into the car and called uh, Cleo's parents and said, we've got someone here that wants to speak to you. But the investigation is far from over as police question a 36-year-old. The man is a Carnarvon local and is the only person officers suspected to be involved. He has no link to Cleo's family. Police Commissioner Chris Dawson says it's remarkable, but the work here isn't done. We will be working through this for the next week or two at least. Uh, There's much more work yet to be done. And there are reports this morning the man being questioned by police has been taken to hospital overnight, suffering head injuries. In other news this morning, Prime Minister Scott Morrison says France needs to move on as the diplomatic dispute over the dumped submarine deal continues to escalate. The French ambassador to Australia has now accused Scott Morrison of stabbing the country in the back. But the PM had this to say when asked why private text messages from the French president were leaked. Claims were made and claims were refuted. What What is needed now is for us to all just get on with it. The objections to Australia's decision not to proceed with those submarines, those who have objected to that decision have objected with very obvious motives. But I know whose side I'm on. Meantime, Scott Morrison has stopped over in the Middle East to thank Australian troops that were involved in the recent rescue of thousands of people from Afghanistan. Queensland has recorded its first local COVID case in eight days. The case has been detected in Gundawindi after the person travelled across the border from New South Wales. Health authorities are working to determine if the case is linked to a COVID-positive truck driver who recently travelled through the town. And the Queensland government is trying to drive up vaccination rates across the state by offering thousands of $10 vouchers to spend at local pubs and clubs if residents get their first COVID vaccine. And overseas this morning, and Prince Andrew could face a civil trial late next year, according to a US judge. It follows accusations that he sexually abused a woman when she was under 18, a claim the prince unequivocally denies. US District Judge Lewis Kaplan says he anticipates the trial could get underway between September and December next year. 
Let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To New South Wales, and the Premier says there won't be a teacher shortage in the state next week as the deadline for the vaccine mandate looms. Thousands of teachers are yet to prove their vaccination status and all school staff must be double vaccinated by next Monday. Our reporter Kim Bradish has the details from Sydney. Yes, Tash, the New South Wales Education Minister has been saying for the last week that more than 96% of teachers are double jabbed and hasn't updated that figure, which means as many as 4,900 aren't vaccinated. We should know next week how many teachers will not be getting vaxxed. So the process will be from there. The Education Department will speak to the unvaxxed on Monday, who will not be allowed on school sites. They'll be given an opportunity to book a vaccine appointment, and if they do not wish to get jabbed, their employment will be terminated. Premier Dominic Perrottet is defending the mandate and says kids' safety comes first. The alternative that's being proposed is to not have those um, regulations in place. That would lead to more school closures and kids out of the classroom. Casual teachers have already been called upon with kids back for a couple of weeks now in New South Wales and dozens of short school closures due to COVID. The Education Department has also sent a message to retired teachers asking if they're keen to come back but insists there's no teacher shortage and they're only a backup. And to Victoria and a teenager has been rushed to hospital after allegedly being stabbed at a school in Melbourne's West. As James Lake in Melbourne reports, police were called to Hoppers Crossing Secondary College just before midday yesterday. The incident initially had staff very confused, Tash, and they tried to treat the boy's injuries with first aid before realising it needed more medical attention. Police have interviewed another teenage boy and he's now expected to be charged with assault-related offences. Counselling is going to be offered to staff and students at the school today. Now for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Peter Switzer from the switzerreport.com.au. Peter, good morning. The Glasgow Climate Conference has created an international show and tell, some may say, that will force big listed companies to disclose their climate helping policies and actions. That's right. The UK this week became the first G20 country to make climate disclosure compulsory for its largest companies. And now CPA Australia has warned that if our government and regulators do not get on board, then local major listed companies might find themselves dumped globally, which could adversely affect their share prices. And Peter, if you're trying to buy a car right now and looking for a bargain, we all love a bargain. The experts say wait six months. That's right. The coronavirus has created a global supply chain problem. And it's so bad for cars that some buyers are paying a $10,000 delivery fee to jump the queue. The world's sixth biggest seller of cars with brands such as Jeep, Fiat and Citroen is short 600,000 cars worldwide because of a lack of semiconductor chips. And cars nowadays have 3,000 chips per car. Sometime next year, chip makers in China and Taiwan will be supplying like normal and buying a car will be easier and cheaper. Massive supply issues for so many products at the moment, Peter. And experts think the Reserve Bank is afraid to increase interest rates because household debt is so big, even small increases could spark a recession. Yes, and economists are right. The Reserve Bank is afraid to raise interest rates too early because many households have a lot of debt, but it has backed away from its belief that the first interest rate rise would be 2024. The economy is expected to grow strongly next year, but until that actually happens, the RBA will not raise rates. Once we're all back to work with normal or even higher wages, then they could raise interest rates. Peter, thank you. 
Cheers. Time to sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett. The England squad flies out to Australia today. So what are their plans to stay active in quarantine? Good morning, Tash. That's right. Two weeks in quarantine on the Gold Coast. They'll play two matches between themselves, so an intra-club hit out. Ben Stokes is among the 32-player squad coming out to Australia, but he is not guaranteed of playing in the first test, according to his captain, Joe Root. Although we all know what Ben's capable of, he's still managing that expectation. He's been out of the game for a long time. He's had a serious injury. It's now highly unlikely Will Pukowski will be available for the Gabba test as he continues to battle the effects of concussion. Victoria's coach Chris Rogers says the young Batsman has been ruled out of their Sheffield Shield clash with New South Wales starting tomorrow. These are the decisions we're going to make in, in his best interests um, and, and hopefully you know, we can set him up to play for it and have a long career. And at the T20 World Cup last night, India uh, just alive in the tournament. They need uh, Afghanistan to upset New Zealand, but last night they beat Afghanistan by 66 runs. They posted the highest score to, uh, Tash of the tournament so far. And Brett, in the NRL, the Panthers have sacked one of their premiership players barely a month after the grand final. Yes, Tyron May is gone, fronted the board yesterday, had to explain why they shouldn't sack him. He was unable to do so. This is uh, due to his conduct after the grand final and a social media post that referenced that sex tape scandal. Triple M's uh, Mark Geyer, of course a Panthers legend, says that May only has himself to blame. I don't think the board had any other option, to be honest with you, Liam. I think that basically, you know, the first four stories after the grand final um, were about Tyron May and we've all kind of forget where it's in the background that Penrith beat South Sydney in the grand finals. And and uh, the captain of Penrith, Nathan Cleary, has raised some eyebrows this morning, Tash, for posting a tribute to his housemate on social media. And a supercars driver, Brett, is being investigated as to why he received a COVID vaccine exemption. Yeah, this was around uh, earlier this week that a driver was uh, under investigation. Now motorsport.com is reporting that driver is David Reynolds. Now, uh, New South Wales is investigating how he was able to cross the Victorian border into New South Wales with a vaccine exemption. There are some reports that that was invalid. Uh, Supercars uh, have released a statement insisting that all of its drivers are compliant with vaccination requirements. So we'll watch this space with uh, Bathurst not too far away. I love Bathurst. Thanks so much, Brett. Thanks, Tash. And if you're looking for some very expensive Christmas presents for someone that may have everything, then look no further. Brace yourselves. Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop Guide is here for 2021. The biggest splurges on the list include a $13,000 Chanel snow sled, as you do, to a $24,000 Birkin bag and a children's jungle gym worth a staggering $45,000. There are a few cheaper options, if you like, like a $51 jar of herbal coffee or a dozen wild Alaskan oysters for $56. Thanks, Gwyneth. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, you can also catch the latest episode and a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Listener.